Previously on Starlight Outer Worlds. Alta's latest assignment sounded a little boring. A quick courier job. Head to the asteroid base Etana, meet Stacy's contact to pick up a small package, and bring it back to Zenith Corp headquarters. Recovering from the previous night's misadventures, the crew blasted off from their home base and headed to Etana, an asteroid with a large mining support and processing facility built inside it. As they approached the asteroid, Landon's bounty board notified him of a new posting. Their contact, Mazarin Kerr, had just been added. Wanted for some serious racketeering charges, the crew conferred and decided they could still pick up the package from him and then turn around and capture him. After docking, the three went to the main commercial concourse, where they found a crowd of workers protesting poor working conditions and low pay. Elta spotted her father starting to deliver a speech. Trying to avoid him, she quickly bought disguises for her and Kennard. Landon scouted around and spied Mazarin Kerr and his bodyguard, probably, entering the rendezvous point, Mel's Discount Fuel and Distillery. Elta and Kennard entered Mel's and headed to the back room to meet Kerr, only to find that someone had already beaten them there. So first, I want to just make sure we know where Landon is. Landon is out on the main concourse, mm -hmm. a little a little bit away from the protesting. Um, you found a little place to keep an eye on the door. Yes, the, equivalent, the equivalent of like a... Oh, I was going to say a newspaper stand, but those almost certainly don't exist. So the equivalent of, a, you know, a sort of rest area... Charging station. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, Perfect. from half court. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah, charging station where I could sort of discreetly look at my terminal and uh, keep an eye on things. I'm comlinked to Canard and Elta, so I know what's going on in the back room. So just to point out that uh, there are no windows on the outside of Mel's. It's kind of set back into the mm -hmm. stone, you know, construction that, that all of this place has. So there is a door... But it doesn't. Even the door doesn't have a window on it, so you can, you can't see inside. Just the comings and goings. Does it have a cool like speakeasy slot? <laughs> um, it probably just has some nice paintings on it and a nice large friendly handle. Okay, excellent. Um, well, I guess then to place myself as to answer your question, um, Landon is swearing under his breath and getting up and unplugging from the charging station, making his way into Mel's now that he knows. Things are afoot. Hold that thought. Mm -hmm. So we're going to come back to you. Sure. Um, inside the main concourse, the speeches are over. Elta's dad, he gave a relatively short speech, and they're all finished, and they are just starting to chant. Okay. I will say, I probably don't know that that's Elta's dad, right? I don't think you do. Yeah. So yeah. this guy is kind of boring and spouting a lot of usual claims. Is stop talking. And things seem like they're heating up. That's right. It's still pretty... It's noisy in the concourse there. Mm -hmm. yeah. But there are security around. There doesn't seem to be any anything too risky right now. Too, um... Security's around. <laughs> it's a, the security cats are prowling. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so be, be on the watch for that. 
securities around, things are heating up, but they haven't taken any action. Yeah, so far it's just been a, a peaceful protest. They're chanting. Security is still standing back from the situation. Yeah, Landon's moving past that. He's seen this before, and he doesn't want to be involved. Usually on the other side. I'm going to cut to the back room at Mel's. Where we last left you, you, uh, Elta, and Kennard had just stepped into the room, and you saw the two figures on the other side of this large dining table. There was your contact, Mazrun Kerr, who seemed to have been, um, have his arms bound and be under the control of uh, this woman behind him who had these wraparound sunglasses and this long black hair and a gun not pointed at you. It is in her hand. It is slightly lowered, but it is definitely ready for action. And she had just said to you, Steady, mate. Let's take things nice and slow. Elta, Kennard, what do you do? I move forward just enough to attract her attention and say, That is a reasonable proposition. Let us determine that our goals in this situation are mutually compatible. See? She says, sit the fuck down. You too. She, she says, not pointing her gun, but gesturing with, with her eyes. Mm, she's wrapped around <laughs> Looking at you, looking at you, Elta, she says, you too. And close the door. Okay, so I have a move <laughs> um, called Faster Than Light, which says your reflexes are as keen as they come. There's nobody faster. You can make trouble even if your target is prepared, so long as they aren't yet acting against you. Additionally, you're always able to deal your harm if you wish, regardless of the result. So what do you do? Okay. And then and just to point out, make trouble when in that description there, make trouble is one of the moves, which means mm-hmm. escalating yeah. uh, escalating toward violence. This is like an enhanced um, version of the make trouble move. Okay. That's good to know. You're sort of pondering this for just a second mm-hmm. as your fidgety yeah. fingers move about your mm-hmm. waist. But uh, as, I'm, I'm just going to give you another line, Mazarin Kerr, she's got the best of him, and he's sort of pushed up against the table with his hands behind him. But he looks up on you and just gets a big old smile on his face. Yes. L- let's just have a seat and think this through, shall we? <laughs> okay. What do you do? I wasn't actually planning to start shooting. I was tempted by the cup in front of me. I wanted to see if I could execute a stunning kick. Yeah, one of the metal mugs. Yeah, one of the metal mugs. See if I can. There's a cup on the table. There's one on the ground. More or less at her face. Um, I will also be clear that uh, we can cut this. In a perfect role of make trouble, you don't actually necessarily have to shoot anybody. Mm. You choose whether to deal harm. It just means you have your gun up and oh, ready okay. and at them yeah. such that they give you what you want or you shoot them. It can, If it goes poorly, violence can happen. It's introducing uncertainty. But mm. it's really the drawing of the gun. Okay. I have so, an idea of what I want. I want to sit, but in the process of sitting down, like as I'm at the table, my gun is out and pointed at her. Let's roll. It is what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, let, let, let's do it. The role is make trouble. When you escalate a situation into violence against an unprepared target, read weapon holstered, say what you want, and roll plus daring. Now, your special power allows you to kind of gloss over that part against an unprepared target. 
So as long as they aren't actively shooting at you. Yeah. Roll plus daring. Okay. And my daring is Oh it's good. Plus two. Mm. Whew. And okay. I'm glad it is. <laughs> um, that's a nine. On a seven to nine, you get what you want, but the situation is unstable. You may be forced or unable to deal harm. Unless you're Alta, who always gets to deal harm, yeah. if she wants. I'm not planning to deal harm here. I just want to have a little more leverage than I did. Yeah, you, you described it. You sit down, seeming to comply, and before anyone at the table realizes, your gun is already pointing straight at her head. And in that space of time, she's only been able to kind of bring her gun up in your general direction, and then she backs away slightly and steps slightly behind Kerr. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice and easy. Fine. Fine. Let's all take a step back. Cut to Landon. You get a communication through your comms. Mm -hmm. It's Chiffchaff. All right. I, yeah, I accept that. I mean, also, is Chiffchaff on the line? Does he know what just happened? Because we we've we, we have a group chat. He's like in it. I'm all, gonna, all the members of the ops should be connected at all times. Yeah, this we can flash back to us in the like prep room where Canard is really laying out the calm rules. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. But I'm gonna explain what actually happens. Okay, great. Chiffchoff comes to your comms, uh, Landon, and he says, "Um, Landon, I seem to have lost communication with Elta and Canard. Their <sighs> signal's not coming through." Hmm. Some of this stone gets pretty thick back there. Yeah, they're deep in the rock. <sighs> okay. Um, can I hear anything from them? Is it just static? Or yeah, is it's it... just it's just static. Okay. I was making sure it wasn't just he was too far from them. It's that they're isolated. Yeah. Or maybe shielded. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna cut back to the back room. So the woman behind Kerr says, Listen, this man's wanted. I'm a contract marshal, and he's my arrest. Fair and square. Well, I want something from this man first. I'm here to pick up some goods from him. Hold on. You're not here to grab him. I'm not. Elta, I'd like you to act under pressure. Okay. I want this intense. So, um... Oh, that sorry. oh no, I've missed it. doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Let me do that again. Yeah. So it does sound like a manipulate when you yeah. influence someone's actions. Yeah. I've got to help it help. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was gonna do a face danger because she's she's like gonna be able to sense that she might be able to sense that you're lying. I would say the danger is I would say face danger is if uh if she had her gun up in an Elta, I guess. But I don't know. I face danger is yeah. pretty directly about physical danger. So well, yeah, manip you you're trying to tell her that something is um true. Yeah. You're trying to get her to do what you want. Yeah, so Elta, are you lying? At this point, do you still want to achieve both goals, or...? I have a primary goal and a secondary thing that I'm fine, like... Happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is why I respect Elta. <laughs> she, could do, she could think of well, two me... things at once <laughs> while I'm barreling my way through a bar. Very, very logical. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, actually, I'm just going to keep moving, and, and, and she's, she asks you, well, okay, tell me what you're after. Well, that's between me and him. You're not part of our business deal. I mean, you're making yourself part of it, which I'm not a fan of. Well, I'm sorry, girl, but I'm here now. So if you can get your business done quickly, then let's do it. Because I've got to be on my way. Well, I might need to have a couple words with uh, Mazarin, and I don't know how comfortable he'd be with you in the room. He looks really comfortable. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Mazarin said, you know, Kerr says, yes, if you could just leave us alone, that'd be great. <laughs> she and the woman just like clocks him with her elbow on the head. Um, it really sounds like you're trying to manipulate him because she definitely does not want anything of the sort. This yeah. Seems, this seems preposterous that uh, you're ask, asking this. Go ahead. What's the reason? Why should she even do this for you? Well, one, I have a gun on her. And two, I think um, our business negotiations would go a little faster if we just had the involved parties in the room. Go ahead and roll. I, I feel like Kennard has m- triggered the move to help in that he set terms in the first place. Yeah. And kind and, of calm people down. Uh, and to help or interfere, to give support to a PC or try to stop what they're doing, describe how. The GM will say which stat to roll. I would say, well, I would appear, as I typically do, that we are now in negotiations, and it is my role to, to negotiate as a construct, and therefore, I'll also we, let, us, let us proceed in an agreeable manner. I'll also say, in a way that is maybe less direct, I feel like Elta is really channeling Kunari right now. <laughs> And that's kind of helping me of, like, I'm thinking of past negotiations that I've seen you do, and that's what I'm trying to go with, is, like, I'm, I'm trying to say words that I've heard you say, and, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll to manipulate, and Canard, go ahead and roll to assist with subtle. Okay. Yeah. Five plus one for helping. Minus one for bad subtle? For me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so what happens on a six? Well, so on a six, you mark experience. Elta, mm-hmm. go ahead and add one. Yay! <laughs> Manipulate. On a six or less, your intentions are obvious and unwelcome. Expect trouble. Hold on. Hold on. You can do what you want. This is my wrist, and I'm taking him out of here, and I don't need to deal with any of your bullshit. And she just slowly starts to drag him around the edge, around the, the table. <laughs> he's pretty big, right? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, that's right. He's a heavier guy mm-hmm. with a fairly muscled, but he's coming along with it. Is the and door, did the door ever get closed? Are we between her and the door? Does she have to go past us, or is she going away from us toward another exit? Yeah, she has to go past your chair, Canard, unless you get out of the way. And she's going to, of course, be f- quite close to Elta, who has, uh, Elta, I assume you have your gun trained on her the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Let's cut back to Landon. All right. You've gotten this word from Chifchoff that your communications are out and... I was already on my way in, so this just confirms my suspicion. Yeah, I brusquely make my way uh, into the bar, knowing that, you know, seeing that this protest is heating up and that Jane Landon's experience can get out of hand pretty quickly. Yeah. Unless it's dealt with They're well. starting to, yeah, and they're starting to sort of do a march down the concourse in your direction anyway. Yeah, and security's going to keep them out of that until they um, until they get aggressive. They're going to try and just be on the outside as much as they can in Landon's experience. That's how he'd handle it. Goes right up to the discount distillery door. Go right in. Um, and I'm looking for... We know that it's the back room that we need to be in. So I'm looking for that. But I'm also looking for the bodyguard. Yeah. It's very easy... You see the space inside. There's a number of patrons, not too crowded. Counter in the back mm-hmm. with uh, the people who are working there. Uh, and there's a musician, too. It's like some 
techno country western the, oh, the, equi- the equivalent but you quickly uh, you know pull your attention away from the from the from the musician that's actually por- performing part of it live mm. and on the other side of the room you see right where you would have been sitting if you had been in been in a room like this you see the bodyguard took my seat he, he's looking down slightly. He's got his hand on his ear, and he's messing with his comm unit, mm-hmm. and he's starting to get up from his table. Is the door to the back room closed? The door is still open. Okay, like a jar or something. Yeah, the door is a jar. I mean, a couple feet, but mm-hmm. um, but it's noisy outside. Sure, okay. I am going to beeline to this guy and look as professional as I can. Okay. And I'm just going to get into stride next to him. And say, your boss is in trouble. Come on, let's go. He, he, um, he makes a sudden movement as he kind of like snaps to attention and, and, and looks at you. You sound like you're trying to manipulate him into feeling comfortable with your presence. And not, they're not threatened. Sure, I'm telling him to come with me. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll manipulate on that. It's good. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good bluff. Uh, manipulate, roll, plus subtle. Ooh, that's an eight. They'll do it, but only if you give them a supporting evidence, a compromise, or a favor first. So this is, mm-hmm. yeah, this is going by pretty quickly, but go ahead. I, I see his uncertainty, and I get it. And I go, look, you see what's going on out there? You're going to need extra guns, and that's why I'm here. Wait, wait, who sent you? Who are you? I'm a volunteer marshal. I'm here to keep your boss alive. Come on. And, and you, okay, so... I'll do what you say. It's fine. I'll go in first. Hell. So now you you have gotten to the door here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot a lot going on right here. I go on one side of the door and have my gun. I'm kind of in like a yeah. breaching formation that you might recognize. So you yeah. So in, in far as far as giving him evidence, he he quickly assesses you like you you're telling him the truth and it it rings true to him. And also, this protest, regardless, could be bad news for his boss. I know the charges yeah. as well as he does. And union busting is in there. So even if he and I aren't totally aligned, I'm not wearing a big union pin, and I haven't shot him, and I know his boss is in trouble. So like, I think I think it's worth noting. He knows the trouble's brewing. Yeah. So we don't have to be friends, but he's not going to shoot me now. He's not going to okay. turn down a gun. Well, it's very. He has. He's not going through the thought process as deeply as you are here. Sure. Right moment. I but just but just in the moment. That's what I'm hoping. You're you're giving him this reassuring tone and and he is he's convinced very quickly that you are some kind of enforcer. Okay, so you're heading down the hallway with this bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Cutting inside. Elta, you are seeing the woman and and, and Kerr coming around the table. What do you do? <laughs> kind of want to shoot her in the hand if I can. In the in her gun hand? Yes. Because her like preferably. Yeah, like let's say her right hand's got the gun and then her left hand is is wrangling Kerr. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. So this is let's call this throwdown. When you engage in an active threat, state your objective and roll plus grit. Yeah. And I guess my overall objective is to disarm her. I guess. Yeah. Motivationally more than just I want her to have a hole in her hand. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I have zero grit, but um, you don't know that. It's a 11. Cool. So on a 10 plus, you exchange harm and you choose two from uh, the list here and, and for the 7 to 9 options as well. These options are impress or dismay your enemy, deal extra harm, take less harm, take control of an object or a position. I would like to take less harm and I'd like to take control of an object, but I don't know if... 
I think that Mazarin fits. Kerr counts as an object. Oh, I think you were trying to go after her. I was trying to hand. disarm her. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think guess let's let's use that choice for trying to impair her shooting hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we exchange harm. You are doing two to her. Sorry, from your weapon, is that right? Yeah, my dual okay. technique. All right, and you see a little flicker of, of the shield as it, as it sort of flares up and, and uh, flickers off. So uh, she's just blunted some of your damage. Classic shield. But the, uh, the rest of it comes through and hits her arm. So the pistol that she shoots at you, you take, uh, might, you chose minus one harm. So you're, you shift slightly in your chair and it's more of a glancing blow across your chest and your armor takes the rest of the danger there. And, and she's, this is a, uh, an energy weapon and this little bright bolt just goes, lights up the room and, and, and shoots right past you. You feel it and hear it singe against your coat. Now, it's taken down to zero harm, but there is a stun effect that is still, uh, might have vibrated through your coat here. So go ahead and roll to suffer harm and let's see what happens. Now, when you suffer harm, um, I'm gonna have you roll and subtract any harm suffered after any protection. Right, so you suffered zero. Go ahead and roll and subtract zero. Six. On a six or less, the GM chooses one. You're out of action, unconscious, incoherent, trapped, pinned, or panicked. Or, it's worse than it looks. Increase harm severity by one. Or, choose two from the seven to nine list. I'm going to choose two from the seven to nine list. You lose your cool. Suffer one stress. This room is a bit claustrophobic, and you realize that this could get into a bad bloodbath pretty quickly. Also, you lose track of someone or something you are attending to. So I'll give you a disadvantage uh, in some upcoming uh, move. Okay. Oh, great. I just thought Mason Kerr would be gone, but I guess he's kind no. of big to disappear, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, not quite, but <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sort of holding another move to, yeah, to, excellent. To, to hit you with later. Okay, great job. Now, uh, that's what happened to you, and then what happens to her? Uh, you get your shots off at about the same time. She recoils as your blast kind of cuts through her shield. It flickers and goes down, and then, um, but there's a, a, a blaze across her forearm, and she sort of, you know, recoils and spins away and pulls her arm away. She doesn't, she doesn't lose her, her gun, but she's um, had, had a bit of a jolt, and she's shaken up. And now she's kind of spun, spun to the side a little bit, and she's still, and you know, you've kind of thrown her off balance. Canard, I believe you're there too. What do you do? You are in between of all this, by the way. They just shot over. You're sitting in a chair, and they just mm-hmm. two these two blasters just go right over the top of you. And by the way, it's not quiet. They're not as loud as maybe some other like explosive project projectile guns, but mm-hmm. they're pretty loud. And it's an enclosed space. It's an enclosed space echoey. with these echoey stone walls. Canard, what do you do? And it flashed. So mm-hmm. assuming. Yes. So internally, I reflect on how inefficient these organic negotiation techniques are. <laughs> but I'm curious to see how it plays out. So I stand there and observe. Are you still sitting? I never uh, sat down. Oh, you never sat down. Okay, so yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's trading fire around you. Okay. That was my mistake. Elta sat down. Yeah, I forgot Elta sat too. down. You were right near the opening to the door, yes. and they shot right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You just hold still. Yes. I'm, I'm waiting to see what, what does this, this person do next. We cut outside to the hallway, and 
the two of you, the bodyguard and mm-hmm. Landon, there's this flash and sudden, you know, the crack mm-hmm. of uh, energy weapons. I go, that's probably my backup. Uh, he's he's still a little startled, so he kind of rushes forward and, and opens the door. Yeah, he, he doesn't charge in, but but he, he he sort of steps halfway in the door with his gun drawn. Yeah, I keep him covered. Okay. Uh, and I, I guess, how close in in terms of seeing the scene, how close is what I assume to be Maslin Kerr and some damn dirty competition? So here's how close you, are they? Okay, so he steps in and. The door can barely open all the way, and then there, and there's Canards. You see the back of Canard standing right in front of you. And so now the bodyguard is kind of in between mm-hmm. the two of you. And that's mainly what you see. And, and Canard is sort of looking off to the side. Okay. You're not quite sure what he's looking at yet. Yeah. In, my, in the copiest cop voice I can muster, I point at the, the mysterious lady with black hair. Okay. You stop resisting! But mostly, I'm trying to get my uh, new friend to like help me shoot at her. So you have moved up a little bit uh, behind. You're just right behind him. And I'm, yeah, and I'm kind of trying to be like the fact that I haven't acknowledged the other two people in the room and really pointed out the obvious target. I just don't want him to go and be like, "Oh yeah, better shoot this robot and this other white-haired lady." Probably helps that the one you're pointing at is like holding his boss. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, that's a great point. And he's he yells out, "Drop your weapon!" Uh, yeah, drop your weapon. <laughs> what he said, "Drop your weapon." <laughs> <laughs> great, I love, I love it. Um, and, and yeah, so his the boss is in between, so mm-hmm. it's a bit of a dicey shot for him to take. Yeah, and her gun's out, so she's still. It's not yet. Yeah, the point. The, the gun is not up and pointed oh, now. Yeah, so she's she, she's she, wounded or something. Yeah, she wounded and kind of and yeah took a uh, took a. St- Step back and sort of spun to the side, a little off. off she off doesn't filter. seem like she'll get her gun up right away. There are now two. If mm-hmm. you step in, there'd be a third gun on her. I'm rushing her. You don't have a beat. Okay, you're rushing her. Yeah. You stop just a second, Elta. I'm gonna uh, let you act if you want to. But all of a sudden, the door swings open, and this guy comes in. The bodyguard comes in. I'm probably gonna hold off for the moment. Okay, there's a yeah. lot going on. There's a lot going on, and I'm a little just like... And you got shot. Dazed. Yeah, yeah that's little. true. Yeah. That's true. You're like realizing this, this, this is getting mm-hmm. serious. Okay. And you're now, let's cut back to Landon. You're bull rushing her. Yep. Let's I throw down. Love it. It's my favorite thing. Roll plus grit. That's a seven plus two, so that's nine total. On a seven to nine, exchange harm and choose one. Um, I am seizing control of Kerr. As for harm, I'm I'm currently unarmed, so I would I would deal one harm. I would say that's about right. I think that you taking him away. It's also what, grappling. What you... Grappling's often zero you, you... harm, so I'm fine with just trying to tackle him bodily away from her. Hey, given what you're doing, I'm, it's going to be zero harm because mm-hmm. um, she's she's got protected behind him. So you're exchanging harm. So she has to deal harm to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, her arm is still rattled because because she just got shot by Elta. So she she tries to bring it up, but somehow, but her arm seems to be shaking a little bit. And instead, she just clocks you. Ow! Uh, across the head. Yeah. Uh, shield doesn't help with that. Shield doesn't help with that. Armor doesn't help with that. I think. So, um, right in the implants, <laughs> right in the old implant sockets, and I, I uh, take one harm. 
Yep, and Landon thinks, man, I keep meaning to get that reinforced hat, but... Okay. Yeah, there's a, just a, a you know, you're well you're well protected, but all of a sudden there's this, you know, this b- bright light of, you know, sh- that shoots through, through your forehead. Excellent. Um, but I feel that I've made contact with the meaty bulk of Kerr. She was off guard already, stumbling back. You push him, he stumbles back into her, and she lets go of him and is just trying to keep keep her footing. So she's back on one knee behind, right. and now you you basically have him pinned against the table. Excellent. So at this point, are they, like, right in front of me? So, uh, yeah, so next to you, Landon is just mm-hmm. a few feet from you, mm-hmm. and he has uh, he has Kerr pressed against the table. And then behind them, uh, which you'd have to go around oh, the two okay. of them to get to mm-hmm. the woman. Because she was using him as a shield. That's right. Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right, then I'll continue to observe. <laughs> What's the bodyguard do? The bodyguard is still biding his time. You, you I'm not you, paying attention, I guess. No, yeah, that's curious. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but to the, to the rest of us, we see the bodyguard with his, you know, very carefully holding his, his pistol up and aiming at the woman who's kind of behind you two now and you, and he doesn't want to get his boss, so he's still biding his time to figure out what is going on. Okay. Uh, no, stop. Stop what you're doing. You. you. Throw away your gun. Let me see your gun. And he's, he seems to be... You're not sure who he's shouting to. I've got this guy. I'm kind of scrabbling for my gun. I still got hit in the head. So scrabbling for my gun to get it on her. But I think I'm in progress on that. It's taken a minute. Yeah. I think I want to take another shot at her. Do you want to kill her? No. Well, I mostly want to so get control. You, yeah, you, don't have a, you do not have a good beat on her. It's going to mm-hmm. be... You can move mm-hmm. and try to get a good beat on her. Up to the table or... Push, she push on past some people. the other side crowded. of the table than me? No, she made it partly around. You're, you're, everyone's on the same side of the table now. Yeah, it's a long rectangle, right? Yeah. Like a 12-person table. She came around She came around the, the corner side. of the long table. Mm-hmm. So it's you, Canard, next to the bodyguard. Yeah. It's the Landon and the and Kerr. And then at the corner of the table is, is where she is at. So we're all squeezed in this like <laughs> hall, like side between the table and the wall. Yes. I love it. It's so, so packed and claustrophobic. Yeah. Gosh. As you wait, she um, seems to move out of view. Mm. She's tuck- She's hidden behind them and uh, she's hustling underneath the table. Oh man. <laughs> what do you, so I better let you go. She's under the table. Are there chairs at it or yeah. are they benches? There's chairs. Heavy chairs. I think I stand up and I push my chair in pretty hard. I'm like trying to create an obstacle oh, cool. under okay. the table. I like maybe Corral. flip it and jam it under the table. Okay. <laughs> Man, I do not know what move that would be. <laughs> Learning a lot about designs. Um, yeah, so that just happens quickly. And uh, yeah, you're just blocking off another uh, route possible route of hers. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. only the one door that we can see, There's right? There's only one door to this place, okay. yes. great. You can hear some screams off in the distance, by the way. And there's a hubbub. And oh, the only music you can hear in the background is just like the, the underlying rhythm track. Mm-hmm. But there is no more musician playing the melody. Oh, mm. okay. I think I'm, I'm going to yell, get out of here, lady. He's not yours to take. Go on. You're outgunned. We'll let you go. Just get out of here. She, she pops up on the other side of the table. Mm. So because it's so crowded over on that side, <laughs> she just 
she's popped up on the other side of the table really low, mm -hmm. you know, sort of guarding herself. And she's got the gun in her hand. Excellent. I've got Kerr down on the table between yes. uh, her and I. Yes. So I don't think she's going to shoot me. And did you say you were... I think I've got my gun by gun. now, yeah. Okay. So I have it out, but I, I'm not pointing it at her. I'm just kind of like, here, here we are. You don't want to do this. But I already said my thing. I'm just yeah. gesturing okay. that way. So for a moment, and now... And now the bodyguard points his weapon over there, and she says, I'm getting out of here, and you're going to let me. I was... She's just kind of whiny. I don't want her to sound whiny. Like, she I'm, did just lose, to be fair. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, that man has a bounty on him. What? And you're interfering with legal enforcement. Lodge a complaint. Just don't do it here. Yeah. She, she just sneers at you. And she steps up onto the top of the table. She's got her gun down. Mm -hmm. She takes these steps across with her... She like, in a jumpsuit? No, she's got pants on, slightly short legs, and these um, kind of slick boots on. Mm. Stylish, but also practical. Mm -hmm. And she... So she walks across the top of the table, and she stares down the bodyguard, who kind of retreats a little bit to give her enough space, Canard. <laughs> Are you getting out of the way? Or are you just going to make her kind of push past you? <laughs> I will step to the side. Yes. Graceful. And she she hops off very of the table, very athletically, and just backs out of there. And she's gone. <sighs> now I close the door. <laughs> Thank you, Kennard. <laughs> okay. Everyone okay? So, Mazarin, uh, we're here to pick up a package? This guy complicated really quickly. I noticed. Can you do something about these ties? I'm like fumbling around working on it, but as he yeah. says it, then I'm like, oh, I have to actually cut them. I can't just fumble around. Uh, what's the bodyguard doing? Has he put his gun away? No, he's got the gun down at his side, and he's making sure his boss is okay. Can I pat his boss down while he's tied up? He will watch? He will he's see you doing watch it, But yeah. I'm worried he's injured. And if he has a half kilo package on him, that's great too. But, like, you know, is everyone hurt? Let me just check it out. <laughs> if you're trying to do Everything this sneakily, okay? Feeling I'm, not, I'm, not trying to do, I'm not trying to do it sneakily. Like, I'm willing, if I find the package, I'm not going to try and, like, palm it. I'm just going to take it. So the, the bodyguard sees you say, hey, hey, stop, just a second. And he pulls out a hunting knife, like a combat knife, I, guess. Oh, I, sure, I don't know, sure. yeah, yeah. You know, from his thigh, uh -huh. and just kind of flips it over and gives you the handle. I'm not going to kill him because I'm a good person, but man, his life just flashed before my eyes. Um, and, he's, and he is yeah, sure. intent on watching you. I get that. That's fine. All right. Yeah, just making sure he's, you're not hurt, are you, Mr. Kerr? Yeah, this is nothing. Let's just get on with it. All right. And then I flip the knife around and okay. hand it back. He takes it back, and the bodyguard seems a lot more comfortable. He, he's putting his gun into his holster. Yeah, right where I want him. Mr. Kerr. Are you okay? And he's, he's like, sliding a yeah. chair over to him. Yeah, I help him up off the table. Can, and someone, can someone check the hallway and make sure that, like, there's not more trouble coming? I will check to make sure that we are undisturbed. Listen, my comms are jammed. Are your comms jammed? Are our comms still jammed now that she's gone? Yes, they are okay. still jammed. Great. Yeah, it seems like it's the rocks or something. I don't think so. I've been here before, and this hasn't happened. They should not be jammed if we are all in the room, unless there's some device present. Dang, you're right, Kennard. You think you think there's a jammer in here? 
Possibly. However, the priority is to determine that there's no other hostile force interfering at this point. It Maybe it's left over from the other agent. Yeah, the agent. Let's pick up a package, huh? Yeah, so that doesn't really change the fact that we're here for a package. So while they talk, mm-hmm. I will focus on what is jamming our comms. Okay. I scan, sounds- scan the room and also the communications channels that are available to me to see if I can detect where this is coming from. Yeah, I think uh, that you're going to assess mm-hmm. yeah. when you attempt to discern more about an interesting situation. Roll plus logic. I have a logic of two. And I roll a seven for a total of nine. A seven and nine ask one question. And these are what happened recently, what can I use to my advantage, who or what's in control, mm. and what's hidden or false. Hmm. I think I'll, I'll pick for what's hidden or false here. I think that makes sense if you're trying yeah. to find this, this jammer. Yeah, yeah. So the others are settling down, and Kerr is still like, no, seriously, is there anyone else coming? Calmly. Mm-hmm. And, and the bodyguard's fine. And the bodyguard just sort of, fine. And he, he goes over to the door and just takes a peek outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to stay as close to Kerr as I can. Not, like, uncomfortably close. But I'm, like, not going to the other side of the table. I'm trying to to stay close. You're still... So you're you're near one corner Mm -hmm. there. I'm, like, the bodyguard's, like, flanking on one side, and I'm kind of flanking on the other side. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Canard, you poke around a little bit. Yeah, there's kind of this mess where there seemed to be, like, a little bit of food, a plate, some mugs, and so there's some, some slick, you know, drinks... And um, maybe there's like some decoration that was on the table or something too. But you see on the floor uh, the culprit and you pull it towards you. And it's just like a very tiny electronic device that someone could surreptitiously just place on the table or on the chair or, you know, next to them. Do I know how to deactivate this kind of device? You easily can do do so. All right. I'll do so. And then I will store it. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Curse. Sort of, they, they kind of. He watches you come up with the device, mm-hmm. and everyone gets their calm reception back. Hmm. Well done. Listen, let's get on with it. I'd like to be out of here because, as you know, there is in fact a little bounty on my head. That riot's heating up too. You don't want to stick around. So he points over at uh, far across the table, in the middle of the table where where they originally, the two of them originally were, and he says, "Pick up that mug." I reach for it. Pick it up. I hold, I hold up a hand. Hold on. Let me examine. Okay. Yeah, I freeze mid-reach. <laughs> this mug's on the other side of the 12-person table because so I have to walk over. <laughs> no, no, you can, no, you can lean over. Oh, it's in the middle. Right. I mean, there was yeah. a ruckus. And oh, it's, middle, it's, middle. Okay. It's in the middle middle of the table. All right. Canard? I just want to make sure it's safe. This is required yeah. roll. No, you pick it up, and you realize that there's this little... Uh, plate that's been glued to the bottom of the mug. Oh. It fits in with the rest of the mug, and it's just like this tiny little um, plastic casing. That's it. It's just the it's just the part on bottom, but you know, you might as well take the whole mug because it's glued on pretty tight. <laughs> Sorry, right. that's... Well, I'll show it to Elta, and then I'll pass it to Elta. It's under half a kilo and doesn't require special containment, so that's about all I know. <laughs> Can we get some description on this mug that we're apparently going to have for a while? Oh, yeah. So this mug is... I'm going to rewind a little bit because a lot of the decoration in this asteroid is either made of stone or metal. Mm-hmm. So uh, most of the like chairs and tables in this place, they're made of mostly metal. Mm-hmm. 
and and, and a varying kind. Some of it is, you know, they have like patterns scored into it, different textures. Like it's pretty cool, but because they but they clearly have a plethora of basic metals here. And anyway, the mugs are made of the same thing. So there's just like these very simple metal mugs, no handles, but just like a large, simple cylindrical stein. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. Lovely. Yeah. Bigger than a coffee. Like a mm-hmm. bigger yeah. than a coffee. It's got mug. some heft to it. Yeah. You could knock a man unconscious with you this. Could, uh, you could do damage with these things. Mm-hmm. Love yes. it. All right. So you have the mug. I have the mug. I... Listen, say hello to your employer for me. Uh, I think it's time that we go as he turns to his bodyguard. And he's standing up. I, as he starts well, to stand. Hold on a second. I think, Elta, were you about to do something? I was going to ask, do you have a way out of here figured out? We can take care of ourselves, okay. little lady. As he stands, I'd like to say, um, putting my hand on his shoulder, kind of try to push him back down, but I go, yeah, we should leave too. Captain? And I really make a face mm-hmm. at Elta. Okay, I draw my weapon and fire at the bodyguard. Oh, I didn't think you were going to shoot him, but that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Time to throw down, Elta. So the well, it's it's uh, yeah. it's face oh. danger, right? Fa- oh, so, uh, his gun's holstered. His gun is holstered. That's right. It's not expecting so, a shot. Um, uh, does it make trouble? Yeah. Escalate the situation. Trouble. Weapon holstered. Mm-hmm. Target. So the Elta's gun comes up in a flash. What do you want, Elta? Just to. I mean, I just think I draw my you want gun it? and fire. At okay, yeah, you're not trying to influence him to do anything. You're just like, no, I'm gonna. I'm going to shoot you and show you that I'm serious. I mean, I want to take this guy and leave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You... I just point my... Okay, I just... Okay. Yeah. I point my gun at him and basically I'm like, don't make any movements or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, hand, sounds good. hands up, basically. Like, <laughs> keep your hands where I can see them. I, I love you stumbling out three renditions of hands <laughs> up while you're pulling your gun. Keep your... Yeah. You stop moving. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Roll plus daring. Okay. Oh, mm. six. Is this a thing I can okay. help? Because I'm trying to secure uh, Kerr. I am happy to put a gun on him, but I I uh, yeah, trying to okay. restrain yeah, him. But, but do you, you want to help? Yeah, what do you do to help? Yeah. The, uh, I think I, I want to try and restrain or cuff him is what I'd be going for here. But if it would be, if it seems like the guy's not going to... You don't think too much about it and you roll to help. Yep. Is that with grit then? Yeah, using force. To, yeah, you've got... Control over Kerr. Mm-hmm. That's an eight, so I give Elta a plus one. Seven. Mm-hmm. I had six. Oh, you had six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all the moral support. Come on. You watch this happen. <laughs> you see, my, my head's like just slowly pivoting, watching what happens. <laughs> so, uh, Elta. On a seven to nine, you get what you want, but the situation is unstable. You may be forced or unable to deal harm. So you pull the pull the weapon, and he has stood. He stands pretty quickly because he was starting to get too comfortable too. But he has not drawn his weapon. He over one of his shoulders, he looks at you with the weapon. Over oh, no. his other shoulder, he looks at Kerr, oh. seeming to seek input about what to do. Oh, and his comms work, and. I forgot all, about the jammer being off. All of you, all of you just kind of like, you know, you can see Kerr just kind of do this little shake of his head, just like, uh-uh. And all of a sudden, the bodyguard releases his hands and says, fine. Kerr, you're under arrest again. Are you sure your boss will be happy with that? You don't know my boss. 
come on, slag. I have to okay. do his feet. And I put, I tried to kind of push past this other guy carefully. Yeah. Um, now you still need to, I think we, you yeah. still haven't bound his uh, arms, but you could do that pretty quickly. Do you have some I have z- I have a fresh roll of zip cuffs. Nice. Basically okay. the same brand as what was used <laughs> yeah, before. That's right. So they go, it goes on, you put, you slap it on really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the bodyguard just kind of like steps out into the hallway, backs down, you know. Actually, away, I'm going to say, sir, if you'd step with me for a second. And I'll like move down the table away mm. from the okay. two of them. Appreciate okay. that. Okay, he changes his movement and he is complying. You know, he's calming himself, trained. He's he's obviously pretty agitated. Okay, you can make it to the door, Landon. Great, I'll move t- through the door, but before we leave, I'll say, it's a pleasure working with you. Sir, if you'd please sit. He is, yeah. Are you I gesture with my gun a little bit. I'm, I'm trying Elton to. makes another gesture and he sits a little bit quicker <laughs> and, and looks away. And once he's seated, I'll activate my shock generator. <laughs> that's not even a roll. What? Just, I think that's just dealing hard. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know. And then we can leave. All right. <laughs> Let's. We're gonna. Yeah. Do you? We're gonna roll for your. Oh, you've got him. Uh, you've got him pretty helpless. So let's just. You hear this kind of like this strangled, you know, cry from his. <laughs> from his throat as he sort of slumps down and um, falls to the ground. Oh, no, I'll make sure he's comfortably seated. Okay. Oh, you, you make sure he doesn't fall. And yeah. so, okay, good. And, <laughs> it's all stone. You, you put one hand to steady him and the other you shock him. Very yeah. considerate. No, he's in this metal chair and he's... Oh, no. And he's, and he's, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's not conductive. It's fine. People, yeah, okay. No, he... Uh, He's woozy and uh, maybe not entirely unconscious, but he's um, he's not really moving. All right. I don't even look back. <laughs> yeah. Kennard and Elta, you uh, leave the leave yeah. the room. Anything Close else? Close the door behind me. Oh, good. What's the state of the bar? It's pretty deserted at this point. Yeah, the bar is pretty deserted. Um, as you c- try to pass through, mm-hmm. th- there is one guy, Elta and Kennard. You saw him before. He is like an older guy, kind of tall. He has kind of shaggy, long, wavy, white hair. And you know this to be Mel. Mm. He's been around for a while. All right. And, 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 and I mean, in general, in the asteroid uh-huh. <laughs> on his system. But no, he's um, standing kind of at the counter, way back in the corner. And he just has some kind of weapon sitting in front of him. He's not pointing it at you. He's just eyeing you very warily. Cool. I think I'm going to do what I usually do in these situations, and I'm just going to keep pushing Mr. Kerr past me and throw out to the um, to the establishment owner, volunteer marshal business, and hold out a badge and say, as you were, does it seem like there's a lot of noise coming from outside the bar? Is there a lot of activity? I'm worried about this riot. Uh, yeah, there's. You can you can hear like the chanting nice and loud. Okay, acting quickly, I stop by Mel right before we go through the door, and I go, do you, do you have a like a bag? Yeah, I've got a bag. Can I borrow it? I mean, I'll keep it, I guess, but... Yeah, you can have it. And he just reaches down behind the counter, sure. Does it say Mel's Discount Distillery on it? No, he's just oh, a he that. Okay, great. Um, I take it... He does... Uh, like, his his business is pretty much word of mouth. Fair enough. I take it, and I... Um, Kerr may see what's coming. What's his first name? Mazarin. Mazarin, thank you. I just keep thinking Landon, and that's not right. That's my name. Um, before Mazarin really keys to it, take the sack, pull it over his head, 
I'm going into a pretty uh, worker-heavy place with a guy that is pretty firmly anti-union, and if people recognize him right off the bat, could get really ugly. Okay. He probably scuffles with you a little bit until you reassure him that you're not trying to strangle him. Yeah. I put in the sack and I'm like, look, this is just to keep you alive. Okay. It's pretty hairy out Sounds there. Sounds good. Can I actually... Chiff Chaff, can you hear us? Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. All the security channels are going off the charts. Any, any word on a, a safe route out? It sounds pretty hairy outside. Oh, your guess is as good as mine. Mm, I can look up some maps. We had to take like a long elevator to get here, right? There's no other way to get back up to the ship without taking a long elevator, although there are m- multiple... Elevators? Elevators. Is there any place closer you could dock? Or even like, you know, a quick drop? There's no exterior point, um, not for humanoids to get through. <sighs> All right. You two, I, I need your help. We need to circle around this guy if we want to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. I say we put Canard in front with his pro-union pin uh, uh, on his jacket. Hold on, please. And I'll go and like put off of the wall of the... Uh, <laughs> well, it's this guy distillery where I stuck it. Aha. Uh-huh. Right. And I'll put it back on. Mm-hmm. All right. You take point. We'll just try and move through him. Try not to aggravate them, and don't challenge security. They're just looking to make an example of someone. Mm-hmm. I pull my scarf back up and kind of tie it a little tighter yeah, over I my hair. Tighten my cap on my head and okay. let Kennard push through the door at his leisure. Let me go through the door. So the four of you, Kennard leading the way, mm-hmm. push through the door and into the concourse. Hi everyone, this is Thad. Thank you for listening to Starlight Outer Worlds. We really hope you're enjoying this first set of episodes we released. Note that future episodes will be released every other week on Tuesdays. Look for our next episode on November 7th. We've worked hard to bring this show to life, but we couldn't have done it without help. We're so thankful to our friends and families for all the advice, the feedback, and even some audio gear. I also want to thank our musical creators. Our kick-ass theme music was created by Omar, and you can find his Fiverr link in the show notes. A shout-out to Mechanical Plague for their weird and wonderful music. Go check it out. Interested in playing the Starlight role-playing game yourself? We'll be releasing a quick-start guide in the near future, so stay tuned. You can follow us on Instagram at Starlight Outer Worlds, all one word, and if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating or review, and tell your friends. This really helps other listeners to discover us. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to our story. So this main commercial concourse is still pretty loud with the chanting. There seems to be, they're they're kind of like, they've been moving back and forth in this protest march of sorts. You can see there are some different segments of security that have kind of gotten broken up a little bit, and they're not quite sure where to position themselves, it seems. Uh Uh-oh. But what you do see, which is inescapable, there are two security officers across the way. They are hunkered down behind the charging station, and they are pointing their small machine pistols at the group. Do they say anything? They are No, they're just, they're looking at you, and they look nervous but they are not doing anything. Well, Kennard, you're in the front. And, and, and by the way, these are security, they, they have been, they're a little bit more geared up, so they have heavy armor on. Yeah, they're in riot gear. And they've got, and they do have helmets, that's right, mm-hmm. riot, riot gear. Um, Kennard, you're in front. 
I guess I'm going to sort of say in a low voice, just keep moving, just try to avoid the protesters if you can. We're not with them. I suggest I access the station map and see what our nearest exit is. Oh, if you could do that, that would be so great. One of the security guards finally gets up the gumption and yells across the way to oh. you. Stop where you are. Just let him go. Let him go. Put down your weapons. Idiot. He's just going to rile these people up. Would anyone like to do anything? I put up my arms to show I'm not carrying weapons. Okay. But I'm going to try and keep moving. Can you show your badge to them or something? Yeah, that's actually smart. I will I'll hold up my hands and I'll show them my badge. But it's from afar, but I'm, I'm just yeah. moving. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, Elta just, just, okay, mm -hmm. that happens. Yeah. They're still hesitating and looking at each other. Canard, you um, call up the map in your mind's eye, and you can either go back through to sort of the other side. You have to push through a bit of the concourse. Mm -hmm. You're kind of on one end, so you have to push through most of the most it most of it to the middle, mm -hmm. where you've got the like two main elevators. There's a lot of crowd uh, along the way. Yeah. The other way to do it would be to, since you are sort of on one end, you could just go through the um, passageway. They're quite a bit narrower than the concourse, but these, these tunnels hold motorized traffic, like the electronic trams, mm -hmm. and then there's enough room for uh, people to walk on the side. Okay. Um, now, it would be a bit of a walk to the next concourse where there would be elevators there. But there would there be less crowd there going that way? Yeah, as far as you can tell... Um, and Chifchoff chimes in too. Looks like the only crowds are in your concourse. Okay. I suggest that we take a um, side tunnel away from the crowd in order to get to an elevator. Sure, I just don't want to get lost. Feeling a little exposed. Are there any trams around that we could see? Or is that something that station security would deactivate during a riot? Yeah, Chifchoff confirms your suspicion. All right. Well, Mazrin, guess you're getting some exercise. What are you doing? What are you doing with that man? All of a sudden, like one of the one of the protesters is kind of like um, there's a, there's a small band, and one of them is sort of stepped forward. There's still some distance from you, you sure. know, maybe um, 10, 15 meters. But like, what are you doing with that man? We have a right to to peaceful protest. Am I like between them and the security officers? No, the security officers are pretty much like right across the the street, as it were, mm -hmm. on the opposite side. So we've started but to pass the, by them. And no, and so no, so this person is in the direction with of the crowd. The opposite way that yeah. we're going. So they're not within. Mm -hmm. they, they won't get caught in the crossfire. I hope that I hope there isn't any crossfire. But great <laughs> potential crossfire. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just gonna try and keep moving as fast as we can because if I stop and engage with this guy, he's just gonna get angry. Let let him go. Let him go. And some of the others start to, start to chime in as well. I hold up the badge. I say I'm not associated with station security. I'm making an arrest. But I keep trying to move the other way, making sure justice is done. Can I, can you show him the pin? <laughs> I'll hold up the pin, mimicking the, uh, the motion that <laughs> Lennon has with holding up the badge. It sounds like Lennon is trying to manipulate this crowd, mm -hmm. and it sounds like Canard, you might be able to help. <laughs> oh, I so, really should have put more points into this. I do it so much. <laughs> so I think you both need to roll plus subtle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Landon. No help in that. Ooh, what's that's, your total? That's a three on the dice. Plus one is four. Yeah, I don't know how much you can be able to do with that. I, settle. I don't think you can do anything. So I get a total of seven, which is only going to give you plus one. 
On a six or less, your intentions are obvious and unwelcome. Expect trouble. Get to mark experience. Mm. Yeah, mark experience. <laughs> it's sort of a slight pause as the sort of yelling and sound dies down a little bit, and much of the crowd hears Landon's... You know, I'm making an arrest. <laughs> Landon's... Yeah, Great. Uh, here's, Excellent. <laughs> Landon's explanation. And he finally and he yells out, All workers must be free! And he just charges towards you as uh, the, the group of four or five or six are running towards you. The guys on the side, the security guys, are all of a sudden are like... Oh, one of them starts shooting to the air, crack, crack, crack. You know, calm down. And, and, and someone else, there's this loudspeaker going on at the back. Oh, you know, it's too late for that. What do the three of you do? I pull the sack Landon. off of Mazarin's head. Okay. And I push him and tell him to keep running. And I run after him. You guys can do what you want. I'm good with the run away. Yes, I suggest we all move with haste. Are we facing danger? You're definitely facing danger. There's a little bit of chaos as some as some, those gunshots go off in the back. All three of you roll to face danger. <sighs> Plus daring. Oh, that's a four minus one for three. That's an 11 plus two for 13. Oh, great. Nice. Okay. You do great. All right. Uh, six plus zero. So... It looks like Landon and Canard mark experience. Yep. Oof. I almost feel like we, we end up running in different directions. <laughs> I feel like out. I just don't want to each other. I just don't want to lose down. this guy. I feel like he's going to yeah. trip or something, and then we're going to be stuck. Oh, no. Well, I've got the package, and I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're going to leave without us. <laughs> so these guys are coming up, and it's just chaos. These miners and other workers, they they come rushing up and they grab Kerr from you and... Doesn't that, have the bag, though. The, no, no, he doesn't have the bag. Yeah. And he is, he, he's not happy with it and he's, and, mm-hmm. and he's a bit overwhelmed by the whole thing, too, trying to figure out what his angle is. His arms you, are bound. He, but yeah, as you were, you were trying to sort of encourage him and grab him mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, actually, we're going to rewind a little bit. Sure. You, as you try to take off, you're sort of encouraging him a little bit and kind of, let's mm-hmm. run. He, he's not sure he wants to run. He sort of stumbles and turns around. Mm-hmm. You trip over him. Yep. And he fumbles at you with his hands. So he wasn't bound. He got out of his restraints. No, no, he's, he's behind, like, you're on the ground okay. with him. Is and he... he's turned over. He's trying to, like, reach you with his hand, get, get at you with his hands. Well, I'm securing my weapon because I'm no fool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're fine, but... You are you're now sort of caught up in this and in slowed table. down, mm-hmm. and now all of the guards are in on it, and they're like, "Stop! Stop where you are!" And there's multiple guards yelling they, over the crowd of the of, the, of the protesters. I don't get the impression they're yelling at me. No, I'm, no. Now it's just uh, yeah, it's just total free, chaos. It's great. Now it's just a free for all. Yes. Okay. And so they're rushing up to where you are. Mm-hmm. These two security guards that were closer, and they're trying to push these guys back. These two don't have riot shields. No, they, they're going to get killed. But I have to I have to try and get Mazarin and get on my feet. Where's your backup? You you, you guys can't hold this back. Where's your riot gear? You're going to get overrun. I, I'm probably shouting. Yeah, yeah. everyone's probably shouting at this mm-hmm. point. And they're, they're gra- one of them is grabbing at Kerr, trying to back him up, and the other one is trying to just uh, has a, has his baton out and is you know pushing back at people mm-hmm. and wailing on people. <sighs> so some of them have dispersed and they're running in different directions. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Canard, let's cut to Canard. Yeah, I try to locate the others as soon as I get up, but I, I can't see Canard. Yeah. So, Canard, I think some of them had caught up with you and are just, you know, kind of taken by you a little bit with like a little unsure of what to make of you. Um, just disarming, that's what you want. You know, you're work, yeah, you're... Are you, are you working with them? There's a, they're, they're, hold, they're not quite sure, but they're grabbing onto you, keeping you from running away. What do you do? <laughs> uh, I, I am assigned to work. <laughs> what kind of work? No! It's just going to take our jobs. Look oh. at him. <laughs> but he's a worker. Look at the pin. And you can hear that all of a sudden they're getting into this little argument. And, but then they get distracted again by the, of course, the closer on the... The, the, the nearby security guards that have grabbed these other two guys and and the batons that are coming down. So one of them is still holding on to you, but mm-hmm. they are no longer interested in having a, a nuanced conversation with you, I think. But you're, like, so, embroiled, right? Like, there's a... How in the middle now, of it is now, it? Yeah, now, now there's a crowd of about a dozen people around all of you. Mm-hmm. Elta, what do you do? You are you have made it to the end of the concourse and have you know, can go into the little mm. the smaller tunnel that has a pedestrian uh, side and then a larger space for the tram. Gosh. I look back, how far is do I see Kennard or Landon or Yeah, yeah you can see Marston or Mastrin. And I, I will I will signal to Elta, Elta, get back to the ship. I will try and get to Landon. It's pretty noisy but you yeah, yeah. pretty noisy but you do get the message, Elta. What do you do? I could be helpful. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be endangering so, yourself, but yeah. If, I, that being said, if you got me out of this, you would definitely be able to like lord it over me for a while. Yeah. So there's union people on him. I'm on the security he, side. He with briefly. The security. Yeah, they're they're around you, mm-hmm. but it's, and yeah, they're they're more focused on on the security guys that are trying to beat them. Okay. But I think I've been lumped in with them. Yes. I, Someone pushes you, Landon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I suspect I'm getting pushed a lot. I'm just gonna try and keep Mazrun and keep his hands bound. He's the only, he's the biggest threat to me right now. If he gets free, yeah. I think he's gonna do something dangerous. Mazrun is yelling at the security guys. Cut these! Cut my cuffs! No, don't touch him. He's under arrest. I keep trying to jerk him away and just try and move through this crowd. One of the guard lifts up his machine pistol mm-hmm. to you towards your chest and is about to shoot you. Wow. What do you do? Um, the line of fire is not clear, right? Like, I've, I I have no confidence that if I pulled my gun out and tried to shoot him, there it's not like this is one side and the protesters are on the other side. I can no. really easily catch There's someone people in the all around you, and this security guard is being a bit risky, but Mazarin is definitely out of the way, and he finally chooses you as a threat. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to dive... And continue to, to keep on Mazrin. Um, I'm kind of trying to dive towards him, so hoping the guy won't swing his gun into Mazrin. Roll plus daring. I think you mean minus daring. <laughs> but that is an eight. Minus one is seven. You're exposed to danger, but still able to act. The team will offer a worse outcome, hard bargain, or an ugly choice. Um, you're just about to dive out of the way when you realize that there's someone right behind you that's sort of like trying to put their arms on you to, to wrangle you mm. and you start to dive out of the way and you realize that they will probably get shot you can either try to grab for the weapon and take the fire or you can dive out of the way um all right well it's a split second decision and while it is not in my best interest i'll try and go for the gun 
Oh, actually, I, I do have a question. The, okay. the only reason I ask is this feels like a thing that Landon could perceive in a split second. Maybe this is a piece together or something. I know we're kind of nesting it. Does it seem like, you know, this is a riot. I would be really surprised if this was a live fire and this wasn't some sort of stun weapon. So have from the other shots that they've seen or from the make of the gun, can I try to figure whether these are... This guy pointed the gun at you. That looks pretty serious to you. So it looks... I have no reason to believe from the other times they were firing that they're stun rounds. Not these two guys. Okay. Yeah, you, you're not close enough to the other other uh, security guards and what weapons they may be carrying. Okay. Cool. Uh, great. Just. Yep. Making sure. Um. Yeah. Then I'll I'll try and take the gun, or or at least knock it away. He fires a burst just as you grab the barrel. It fires into your chest, and your shield is already. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, you didn't get hit by this. She punched me. My shield That's is right. active. Okay. That's the only reason I rushed for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so your shield is still active, and it sort of sparks and flares and blunts some of the force of these projectiles. Uh, two of them land in your chest armor Oof. and right. glance away, but the powerful blow just mm-hmm. knocks you knocks you away All as right. you stumble to the side as part of your as you intend to dodge, mm-hmm. but uh, you take only one harm, I believe. After armor, right? After your armor. Okay. So I've been, like, grazed or something like that? Yeah. All right, that's my last light harm slot. Uh, is the, the gun is sort of controlled to some degree. I don't think he can shoot me again right now. He has to, like, reload or something. Well... I mean, I've been able to move through the crowd and distance myself in this. Uh, yeah, now there's, yeah, there's sort of a fresh chaos. Okay, yes. great. Where is Mazarin? And now, with the firing of live rounds into the crowd, mm-hmm. the crowd does panic. The people right around you are screaming and running away. That's a real relief. I thought they were just going to try and kill me. But where's Mazarin? And Mazarin is standing behind the two guards, basically, at this point. One of the guards is down on his knees and is very grateful to have the other people just kind of running off, mm-hmm. finally. I'd like to try and take control of him as quickly as I can. Okay. I don't know if that's anything I need to do, or if I'm close enough that I can just kind of he's, grab him he's, again. He's still cussed. Still restrained? No one, okay. Yeah, no Great. one's had the chance to restrain him. Okay. Canard? Yeah. So is, is there still someone kind of interacting with me, one of the, the workers? The one holding on to you finally panics with this, with all this commotion and the gunshots into the crowd and lets you go. You're not restrained. Right. Um... The, the woman with you, though, that was just holding on to you might almost be sort of like hiding behind you at this moment mm-hmm. for just a second, panicking. But what do you do? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll turn to her and say, like, ma'am, the situation here is hazardous. You should find some shelter. Your thoughtful explanation convinces her. <laughs> she, could, no, she comes to her senses and finally just yeah, realizes that standing behind you is not cover. It's not she runs. shelter. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I will transmit to Landon. Landon, we should get back to the ship and not place our primary objective at hazard. Uh, am I on Mazarin at this point? Yeah. Okay. There's such a thing as multitasking, Canard. Come on. I got him. We're going. <laughs> what, are, what are the guards doing? Are you trying to manipulate Landon? No, no. I'm just inform- informing him. Okay. All right. This should be our next step. He's chiding me a little. Chiding, yes. but... yeah. And say that again. Yeah. What was your question? Like there are these guards here, so I'm trying to I'm trying to can I see what's going on from where I am? Yes. Now you can okay. see, especially as the crowd kind of like expands mm-hmm. a little bit and people mm-hmm. are running in different directions, you can see 
the um, the guards and Mazarin and Landon, they're all kind of a little separated from each other now. This one guard had just kind of gotten up and seems to be rather injured. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, you are and you're and you will move up to Mazarin without any trouble. Okay, I just say, come on, you. We're still leaving. Why won't you give up? And he actually <laughs> he moves in close to you. Sure. Okay. And tries to kick you. Great. I'll headbutt him in the okay. face. Throw down. Sure. Roll press grit. That's an eight. Okay, exchange harm and choose one. Let's see. Do I already have control of him? If you can make it through this exchange, you can take control of him pretty easily. But you, he's he's facing you, and so he's he has a little bit of freedom before you get to him. Okay. Um, before, you, before you get to his arms. Yeah, I get to choose one. I'm going to take control of him. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, you just easily dodge his blow coming in, I think. Sure. Um, I mean, I have armor, so he can kick me in his... Sh- like, I have shin guards. I'm not an yeah. idiot. Yeah, exactly. He, you know, you. It, it, there's this glancing blow. You sl- you kind of slip to the side. Give him a headbutt. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you both didn't come quite close, and now you've got him in an, in an arm lock. As I, I lower my head to get close to him, and I say, Look, I'm not going to kill you. You're worth a fair amount, and you're getting justice. Just let this happen. You're going to be treated fair. Fairer than you treat anybody, I bet. Or I can zap the hell out of you, drop you like a ton of rocks, and then drag you all the way, face down. Is that what you want? And as you're speaking, the the guard who is still doing okay is a, a bit panicked, but finally focuses his attention on you and raises his weapon again. But Mazarin is in between you, and the guard is still is now a bit shaken. Sure. And with your little speech... And the blood running down Mazarin's face, he says to the guard, that's enough. Let it go. Yeah, and your friends need help. You you keep compression on that guy and he might live. You come after me, it's not worth it. So with that, you manage to wrangle him and back toward the passageway out. All right. And I assume I could see Kennard or Kennard is able to... I'm obvious to Kennard at this point. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, you've been messing with this. So I, I'm probably yeah. in the passageway waiting for, like, yeah. you to come. I think I'm at the elevator, like, holding the door open. <laughs> right? Excellent. Yeah. Sorry, I, sorry, I had to teach a little lesson. Should be smooth sailing from here on out. We'll see how that turns out. So, Landon, Kennard, and, um, and Mazarin, you, you're sort of jogging along, you're dragging him along, and it's... Uh, you you come across a tram partway there, and without any trouble, Canard, you just get it you get it working, uh, and you 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 uh, you shoot up. Um, Do we catch up with Elta? She hops on and <laughs> make it to the elevator. So. She's at the elevator. We're no, just no, it was a long way. It was a long ways to go. So Elta has been booking it through the passageway, and just as she gets to the the other open concourse. <laughs> the three of you pull up in the in the tram. It's like you're in the front and Mazarin and I are in the back. Beep beep. Yeah. But yeah, it's like maybe it's got several several little sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the group of you make it to the elevator. The doors open, and you get in. Chifshaf, we're coming home. So you make it out. Whew. Come up to the docking area with the tunnel along the central axis, and Chifchoff is ready for you. He's got his, um, his suit on, and, and, and you can feel the rumble of the engines, Elta. They are ready to go, 
you come in in zero G, he decouples, and as you hustle around to your places on the ship, Chifchoff has the place ready to go. I sink into my uh, pilot seat just with a, a sigh. <laughs> well, that could have gone better. After, as the door closes, leaving Master Kerr in his own cabin, I sigh to myself and go, that went great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Canard get a last one? Oh, well, we hold on a second. Well, we achieved our objectives, but it seemed like there was a lot of unnecessary hassle in doing so. <laughs> okay. Whew.